Death is coming. I've got an idea, guys. Dig in a big hole. He falls into the hole. Do you have a magical spade? Not yet. Percy, maybe you could do something to banish the ice from him or the possession from him. The hounds of the southern ice come charging in towards you, Enigma. Cut the first hound's nose to ribbons. You see it change and it seems to turn from a creature of flesh and blood to a hound of thorn and briar. And your knives pass between the strands of its body. All these fancy tricks and she can't even kill a dog and just whack it with my guitar. (laughs) Brilliant. The hound, as you strike it, becomes weirdly soft and boneless. Ah. But just springs back up and leaps towards you. Banbury's going to cast some black magic. Banbury's black tape spools and unreels from his hand, wreathed in fire, and then their coats begin to change and turn into black tape. And their eyes start to burn. Mm. And you are now confronted by witch hounds. I dive over the dog. My hands sort of land on them. Like, you know one of those horse things you have in gyms, right? So my hands go off that and I bounce back and land on my feet um, in the perfect one of them poses, what gym people do. It makes her super vulnerable to the spear (laughs) of death as he comes striding in. The spear absolutely plunges into Enigma's body and throws her backwards onto the ground. Oh, goddammit. Oi, death, suck this. Trevor, I choose you. You are somniati, omnis incursio infernalis adversarii. So on a success, the possessor and possessed are separated. On a 79, choose one. I think he's got to be banished, even if it's a messy banishment. Do it. Death, the hunter, turns into a blue outline. There's an explosion of ice that bursts through the inner circle and through the outer circle. In the centre of the circle now is a pit from which snow and ice are roaring out like a geezer. It's just an under some dogs at the moment. Or... I'm fine. From faraway plains and simian cities, come through the portal and fly, my pretties. Hey! He reaches up and grabs Tammy. <gasps> she starts oh, no. lifting him. Tammy! Three of the dogs, two are clamped on his left leg. <gasps> One is clamped on his right leg. In the pillar of ice, you can see a silhouette forming that definitely sends a bit of a shudder through you having seen something like this before. Let's start killing some dogs. You say that. <laughs> okay. I am going to cast Magic Weapon. Yep. And I'm going to cast that on Enigma's Dagger. Nice. Okay. Uh, let me cast a spell. That's a six. Ugh, God. Wow, it's big rolls tonight. That's good. Okay, so that fails. 
It's fine. Mark experience. What if I aid or interfere? Does that give a point? Well, I think that what happens is as you're doing this, you finally see the ice giant finish forming in that circle. And you just remember the end of your battle at the wall. Flashbacks. Yeah, it's not a good memory. And as you're doing that, hounds are like biting at you, but your armor's holding them off, but it won't hold them off for long. Tristan, you're in midair with two dogs hanging on from you. Yeah. And you just see an ice giant like the one you saw before. Hmm. What do you do? I've got two options. I'm tempted to... I'm going to signal Tammy to sort of fly over the ice creature. And um, basically, fuck it. We're going to fly over to like maybe 15 feet above her. And then I'm going to signal her to do the drop. And as I'm falling with both dogs underneath my feet, I'm going to land atop the ice creature. As I'm falling, I've drawn out both my boot daggers. And as I land, crushing the dog's heads underfoot, I'm going to drive my daggers down through their skulls for extra purchase. With a dog. And they'll grab on and I'll, I'm going to start hacking at the back of this ice creature's neck. Because <laughs> I think it might be the same one that got boots. I can't remember what happened to that one. I believe it killed you. <laughs> You saw a big grey wall with a black gate in it, Tristan, is what happened last time. Oh, yeah. He was like level two. He's level eight now. He can solo this. He's fine. Exactly. This dude's dead. He can solo this. That's what I like to hear. So I'm going to head stomp both dogs as I land, driving my daggers into this ice rock creature and it won't be able to get me. Clever. Okay, so give me dexterity roll to land successfully. Boom! Slippery. You stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Wait, do I not have plus one for something? No, I can give you a hard choice here. Okay. So you're getting dropped. Mm. And the reason this doesn't go as well as you hoped is that you're flying into this geezer of ice and it's reducing somewhat as the creature manifests. Mm. and the air is buffeting you left and right and also I don't know if you've ever tried to do acrobatics with two massive furious dogs hanging on your legs (laughs) (laughs) but it does limit your capacities just a little bit (laughs) so I think as you come down you can stay on top of it but you're going to keep the dogs hanging on you or you can get rid of the dogs but you're not going to stay on top of it I mean, one problem at a time, I'm going to land on top of it then. (laughs) I got my trusty dogs. I'm using them for extra purchase because as they're panicking and scrabbling at the ice, their claws lock in and they find a bit of purchase and I'm just standing on their heads. (laughs) I've got one foot in either mouth, but thankfully my shoes are good quality. Okay, roll me a D8. Christ, forgot about the damage side of things. Yeah, like you are still being bitten. Oh... That's not ideal. Okay, take eight damage. Mm. Okay, guys, I'm on three hits now. Help, Plicks. (laughs) As ideas go, this was a pretty good one. Eight is a bad roll. I mean, I need to get some healing stat. Maybe one of the dogs is Doogie Schnauzer. (laughs) (laughs) Stu, you might want to check and see if you've got a healing potion as well. Okay, Banbury, Tristan and his friends are now atop the giant because apparently that's what you do so my i did tell the free-flowing monkeys to save tristan yeah obviously two of them initially picked him up i had no idea what the baboon was doing presumably scratching his ass i think the baboon was like 
shouting support in baboon language. Nice. <laughs> they used pack macaque sticks. <laughs> Assuming that they're still trying to help Justin, I assume two of them could try and attack the dogs on his legs and one of them get in the face of this big ice monster. Yeah, you could certainly give them that instruction. Would they do that independently or is that my turn? You can shout that order to them. And also here is like dropping arrows in, but she's going for the dogs around Percy at the moment because there's more of them. So you can definitely order them to do that. So last time I cast a spell onto the dogs, it just made the dogs more powerful. But I've never fought this big ice creature thing before. Yeah. Because me and Enigma had left the wall at that stage. You're fighting dogs. I will try and cast black magic from the top of my bush uh, at this big icy monstrosity. That sounds real good. Shooting from the bush. Burnbury shots from the bush. That's a good roll. Ben? Yeah. Because one, I've got a mechanical keyboard and Lucy will kill me because I haven't replaced it. Yeah. So any chance you can roll me a... Black Magic's a D8, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to add three things. Ignore two armour. I'll add a D8 damage and I'll add a D4 damage. So two D8 plus a D4 and then ignore two armour. Yep. That's a good roll on the D8. So from the top of his bush, while still trying to balance, he's going to reach two hands out and then go, oh no, and reach one hand out. And from his one hand, black tape starts to form up out of nowhere and shoot from under his fingernails. And as it shoots out, it becomes red hot as if it was like metal that's been in a furnace. And then it scorches right deep into the heart of this big ice creature. You can see it slightly underneath the ice and the snow of it, almost like black veins spreading out underneath the surface layer. Yeah, your fire goes into that, doesn't it, as well? Oh yeah, should add a d6. Sorry, I forgot about that. Wow. Banbury's a monster. I mean, he's got no hit points, but yeah. <laughs> Banbury has sorely hurt it. Man. This creature might be already regretting its decision to reach into this mortal plane that looked like such a vulnerable and easy place. We should just take a step back, leave Banbury to it, he's got this. Yeah, I reckon. I'm on a bush, bitch! Hey! <laughs> and so it is blazed and it does not like it. And meanwhile, basically hounds and flying monkeys are now struggling at each other on the ends of Tristan's legs. <laughs> can I get to Tristan? Um, can you get... He's on top of the giant. Oh, twat. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bunch of dogs between you and him. I heard that! <laughs> yeah, so Percy, you are now surrounded by hounds of various kinds, and they're coming in to bite at you. Uh, what do you do? I am going to boot one in the head like it's a rugby ball. Okay, cool. I'll just observe. If you don't do something to get away from the others, you're definitely going to get attacked by some of them because they kind of have you surrounded. You could heal me, Percy. I'm about to die. You're on top of a giant. You don't have to be touching me. Yeah, I do. Oh. Is he within reaching range? No, not really. How big is this giant? It's like giant size. <laughs> Stupid question. Have you got a cure potion? It's a good deal taller than Banbury's bush. <laughs> Dude, have you checked that you've got a healing potion? No, I've never written it down, but I do remember us all getting one from you. I mean, he can literally cast heal. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when I take my turn, that's what I'll do. So hack and slash, definitely you'll be able to do your damage. You will also take damage from some of the hounds around you. You might want to do something to elude them or work your way around them first. Hmm. And that's fine. But if you just go straight into it, you'll probably take some damage because there's a lot of them. Okay. So I'm stood in the middle of this circle and they're all just yapping at my heels at the moment. They're kind of trying to bite at you, but they haven't got through the armour yet. Okay. 
But dogs haven't invented the can opener, so... Uh, and given how much armour you have, dogs may not invent the can opener. There's a chance that you're effectively difficult for them to harm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think that I'm going to be able to outrun any dogs anyway. Um, but what I will do is the oils that I've been using in the right. Yeah. I will just grab out the container of that, set it on fire, and just bung it down on the patch on the floor so that they don't want to go and stand on top of it whilst attacking me, so they kind of limit the range of movement around me. Yeah, so you're creating like a barrier beside you to push some of them away. Yeah. Okay, cool. That makes it so that they don't really want to hang out, let's say, on your right. So you've opened up space to attack the one straight in front of you cool. without getting caught. Which I will boot in the face. So uh, give me a hack and slash. Okay. I will say this is one of the witch hounds. <sighs> There's something about that attack. It just doesn't seem to pierce its protections, the magic around it. You kick it and it's like a burst of flame from where your boot strikes just rolls back along this weird tape-haired body and it snarls and its eyes burn. And behind it, you can see this huge silhouette with Tristan inexplicably parked on top of it. Enigma. Okay. There is a hound between you and the ice giant, another hound behind you. Percy has just gone in against one of them, but he's built a kind of fire barrier that's keeping a couple of others at bay. And Tristan's on top of the giant. What are you going to do? Okay, so of those two dogs, which type are they? Is there a soft dog or is there a witch dog? One looks like it's normal and the other looks like a briar dog. Okay, I'm going to take a chance on the normal looking dog. Yeah. I'm going to bounce in a kind of handspring onto its back. Yeah. So I'm riding it and use the silk from the dagger as like a, a bridal bit thing that, <laughs> you know, you animal people understand. I'm going to use it to heave it around and drive it into like the ass of the ice giant. Man, like if animal handling was a skill in this game, this would be an animal handling role. <laughs> but a weird one because this dog wants to kill you. If I'm on its back, what can it do? Nothing. That's a good question. So... Fingers crossed it's not a soft dog. Give me a dex roll. God. Yes! It's a horse dog. Turns into a horse. You spring immediately onto its back and it tries to shake and buck you off and you just hang on there like a flipping bronc rider. Yeah! And this dog is like, oh, fuck! And then it just turns into a dude who's giving you a piggyback. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And then throws itself over backwards on top of you. I'm going to use that to kind of like throw him. Okay. It's gone WWE again. <laughs> or maybe glow, more glow. Okay, this is pretty wild. By the way, I'm throwing him like that. Bam. And he goes right into the ice giant. Okay. He shatters into a million pieces, but by chance, he w it was on fire with... I don't know, something or other, maybe he had like an infection, and that weakens the ice giant. Uh, that's, an in that's a cool story. Give me the strength roll to back up throwing a dude into an ice giant. I mean, it's close. <laughs> you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. <laughs> so would you, I'm chucking a dude. Yeah. I'll give you a hard choice or worse option. I'll give him the hard choice. <laughs> You're clear of him, and you can definitely get him off you easily enough. You throw him aside, 
And now the ice giant is looming over you. Sup. And it raises up this crazy hammer hand. Tristan, you're on top of it. There's a dog on each of your leg. Yep. There's a monkey fighting each dog. <laughs> a third monkey is trying to support your body and keep you in position <laughs> on this ice giant. It sounds like a stew dream. <laughs> yep. And the ice giant itself is wearing underwear, but it's blue underwear. <laughs> is getting ready to hit Enigma with its hammer arm and to spear you with its spear arm. What do you do? Heal yourself. I mean, I am going to casually let go. And as I'm falling, I'm going to put a healing to myself. So this is arcane art as you weave a performance into a song. Yeah. You're falling perhaps 30 feet. (laughs) What? No. (laughs) I'd like you to sing me a song that you can sing to completion in the time it takes you to fall 30 feet. (laughs) I'm going to remove one of my daggers that's holding me on. So like I do as a pirate sail, I'm just going to slide down the guy's back with my dagger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's going to make a horrible noise. I mean, I don't think that will slow you down. He's kind of made of ice, not sails, is the problem. (laughs) Well. Yeah, if he was made of canvas, if this was a canvas giant. All right. I'll start slowly climbing down. Down the creature I climb, healing up my legs. Down the creature's back I go. You sing some punk. Okay, give me a dexterity roll to uh, represent your ability to climb down a monster. He's nailed it. (laughs) With a 12, you... (laughs) Somehow, the monkeys grabbing the dogs manage to support you as you descend. Hell no, I've got the full weight of everyone and I'm just really punching my arms. My forearms and my biceps are fit to burst and I just go and sing a healing song. Successful, everyone! Yeah, but before you finish that song... (laughs) I knew that was going to happen. The only thing that we need to think about is uh, give me that D8 damage from the two dogs biting your legs. Oh. What, before he manages to heal? I am dead. He's on three hit points. <laughs> he's he's dancing down a giant. He's just described himself very clearly, slowly dancing down a giant while two massive dogs bite his legs <laughs> down to the bone. <laughs> I can't help but feel. <laughs> they were biting him anyway, though, weren't they? Hey. Yeah, but every time he didn't do anything about it. Okay. I had to climb. I was going to get speared. Okay, don't worry, guys. There's no way this damage roll is going to be above three and send me to the nether realms. Uh-oh. We've had a lot of ones lately, so I would imagine it'll be a one. Oh, oh no! Three! How, how much? Oh, armor. He's got armor, though. What about armor? Do you have armor? Yes. He's got armor. <laughs> Then your armour is taken off that. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Success is happening every day. I'm on one hit point. You've got two armour, haven't you? Yeah, I've got two armour. You've got two hit points. No, no. That's tricky maths. You've taken three damage, two of which is armour, so you've taken one hit point. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see your healing. Yeah. (laughs) Where's the dice gone? He's just trying to build up the suspension. (laughs) Yes, it is. Pow! Wow. 12. Beautiful. There we go. So Tristan's back on 14 health. And back on solid ground, and I'm just going to stamp on the heads this time. Yeah, sure you are. That was close. Roll me your damage. Oh, it's pretty low. Yeah. Um, What's this damage from? uh... Uh, This is Tristan doing some harm to the dogs, 
having landed, and it's also the monkeys distracting them, he can actually start laying into them a bit. I basically dropped the last five feet to get an extra bit of strength. Yeah, so... Didn't help. Still rolled a two. You've caused them a bit of harm, though, and that's important. Banbury, Tristan appears to have dismounted from the giant, which is getting ready to maybe hammer Enigma. It's hard to know. I'm still on a bush. You're on a bush. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Are you, are you just going to keep sniping from up there? Or black magic. Okay, give me that black magic roll. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Climbing down that giant ice giant. Yeah, why is that song so catchy? <laughs> 13. Woohoo! Full success. Ah, uh, that's a very high roll. So, what was the dice? So, again, a D8 for general magic, a D8 for it being messy, a D4 for... I doubt it's got the hits for that, honestly. Yeah, plus a D6 for the fire child. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much. So, describe what happens. So, Banbury's already had this uh, large, melty kind of wound created on the front of this. So, he's going to reach back with his hand again and do the same thing. And more black magic is going to well up from under his fingernails, shoot forward into what is already a kind of misty, kind of melting hole. And it's going to shoot even further. And it's just going to actually shoot through the back of the giant this time in a massive kind of black uh, and red gore fest. There's going to be like uh, snowballs like flying everywhere out of the back of it. And then it's going to loop around and come back through and go through the giant's throat. Man, that's wicked. And the giant has this one huge arm up above and is holding up ready to smash down on Enigma. And it just pauses and then slowly keels over backwards and collapses in a massive heap of ice. That was my stabbing it in the neck and the back and the legs. That was me scaring it. (laughs) That's probably what Tristan believes. Yeah. I wish Banbury had joined in and helped. Percy, Hmm. the hounds are scarpering round your wall. The oil is still burning quite hot to your right side, but they're really determined to get you an enigma. Well, so far, I've managed to fail to cast a spell, fail to kick it in the head. Really fails to do much at all. So, yeah. (laughs) It's been a bad night. It really has. Yeah, you and Banbury have been like opposite sides of the balance of dice today. (laughs) No, me, Enigma and Percy have been the opposite sides to Banbury. (laughs) I turned one of them into a dude. I'm going to grab one by the head and just start doing a hammer throw spin and then lob it into the pit. Nice. Okay, give me a hack and slash roll. Yeah, this is Percy's strength. And as you start to manhandle it, the dog feels strangely boneless and wobbly. Fine, still going in the pit. Ah, you got a soft dog. But it goes in the pit and it vanishes into this abyss. Get in the sea. And it is out of sight. That is definitely not going to come back to harm us. The other thing that happens is that a tiny fire demon starts scampering back around the outside of the circle. And they look kind of, they look pretty pissed, honestly. (laughs) Enigma, you've got a uh, dude that you threw aside, an ice giant that has just collapsed in front of you. Your man's coming back, though. All right, well, see, I I know these dogs, when you hit them first, they seem to, like, turn to something else. Yeah. But I wonder when they've turned to something else. It's a dude. Yeah. I should be able to hurt a dude. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to, like, grandmother's knife that dude and slash his throat. Okay. In fact, there's two knives, one on the throat, one on the balls. (laughs) 
That's how you take down the patriarchy. Yeah. Give me a hack and slash roll. Yeah, it is. Enigma comes in hard and hot. <laughs> roll your damage. Damage. I may have only hit one ball. <laughs> you still have one hold on grandmother's knife. Oh, yeah. So you can add an extra d4 to that. Okay, I will do that. Three. Oh, there we go. Three. Yeah, you cut him and he like flinches back. Tristan, mm. you have sung your song. You feel a lot better. There is a huge explosion directly in front of you. Nice. And then the ice giant is keeling backwards towards you, still blazing with lines of Bambury's black magic around it. Mm. What do you do? Are there any dogs in front of me still? You've still got the two dogs that were biting your legs. They're kind of right by you, but they see that this is happening and they're starting to try and get out the way. Nice. Well, I'm assuming that they're actually scared of me now because of the damage I've done. And I'm just going to stand there and be like, yeah, <laughs> you're right to fear me. We've won this day. We've bested you. Just give up now. OK, Tristan, give me a charisma roll. I'm hoping there's going to be a classic um, what's his name's moment where I stand there and the roof falls down. But I go through the window. This is what it could be if this works. You know what I mean? The ice giant's body collapses and the huge hole that Banbury burst through the middle just goes straight over Tristan. And he goes clean through it. And I want to look at the dogs and I'm like, stand down or sit. (laughs) The effect is really strong, but it would be more strong if it wasn't only your head visible over the this gap in the body. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I'm like, but do they at least sit? They actually don't, but they are running away from you and also away from the monkeys, honestly, who are still hassling them. Nice. And they are running over. They look like they want to get all up in Banbury's bush, honestly. Oh, what? Uh, they look interested in that. Bad dog! Bad dog! Come back! <laughs> so you're now surrounded by a wall of sizzling ice. <laughs> it's fine. Which is cool. It's a good look. But you're also very close to this pit into which one dog has already been flung and you start to feel like almost like things are being pulled towards the pit. Uh-oh. Percy, mm-hmm. you have just flung a dog physically into the pit. Yeah. Um, one of the others takes an arrow and goes down, but there are still four around you. What do you do? I am going to attempt to cast magic weapon again, this time on my long sword. Yeah. And if it takes, then I will hit one with my longsword. Okay, give me a magic weapon roll. Okay, that's good. That's a success. And? So you now have plus d4 on your weapon and also it's magic. More importantly, yeah. Which is meaningful in this particular situation for sure. Okay, so I will attempt to slash one with my longsword, which I do. And you're good at it. Roll your damage. Uh, uh. So what's it look like when you gain a magic weapon? <laughs> look at that, it's lame. <laughs> so I, I'm just using my standard longsword because the uh, ice sword seems to be a bit daft to use. Yeah. And when I cast it, the colour of the flames that we had in the outer circle, so slowly shifting between each of the colours associated with the deities. Yeah. The blade kind of glows with that. It's not like a fire in the same way, but there's like an aura around it so it's it's perceptibly magic oh i honestly as well i i kind of like this because you've got seven points seven colors would give you like the spectrum of a rainbow Mm. 
Indigo's only in there just to pacify a bunch of people wanting seven, though. Well, tough. We've got it now. <laughs> My point is that Percy now has, like, the Sword of Pride, <laughs> and he's going to use it. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's okay, because that has pink in it. That's different. Okay, there we go, then. So... You knock this hound back and it whimpers a little. It clearly has been hurt by this magic weapon. Enigma, you're all up in it with this guy. Uh, I guess I'll attack him again. While you do that, a second hound is coming in on you. Ah, damn it. All right, so it's double daggers, so a dagger each. A dagger each, so you're going to just go crazy on them. Yeah, if nothing else, it should keep like them both away from me. It's distracting as well. Okay, so this counts for hack and slash. If you hit, you'll catch them both. And if I don't? <laughs> and on an intermediate success... <laughs> no, that's fine. You do your damage to them, they do their damage to you. Oh. So roll your damage. Okay. The hound that is now a dude, he doesn't actually have a weapon, but he, like, swipes at you with his hand and his nails are like claws. Roll a d8. Ooh... Take nine damage. Armour. That's him clawing at you, and the armour does reduce that, yes. Great. That's still poor. <laughs> but that's also the other one, like, grabs at your leg at the same time. Ali's still outnumbered, though, right? So she's still got that thing from earlier. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. You've got plus one armour because you're an underdog. Banbury, there are two hounds running up to the foot of your bush. <laughs> right. They both look normal. They're going to pee on it. Right, so Bambri's going to scream out, Hoon, here, do you want to help with these, maybe? And then, how tall is this bush? You're probably about maybe seven or eight feet off the ground. Yeah, I mean, a dog can definitely jump. Like, hopefully I'm in the middle of it. I'm going to try and cast invisibility, because the previous time someone I cast magic at these dogs, it seemed to make them stronger. Yeah, sure. So my plan is to hide like a coward and hope that the adults deal with the situation. <laughs> That's a very good plan in this situation. Give me that roll. I'm a little nervous because you've done perfect rolls. Uh, 13 oh, again. There we go. You only do perfect rolls. So Banbury just is gone. And the hounds can smell you, but they can't see you now. And they're like, to be honest, probably everyone within five miles can smell you. Exactly. <laughs> Banbury has been uh, making sure that scent is strong and pungent so that it's it's distracting. <laughs> I assume that our two horse riding NPCs are coming in and killing those two dogs. After the shrieks of a child, that has definitely not irritated them. Well, they've been shooting in at them already. Here killed one of the ones that was pestering Percy and Enigma a moment ago. So, yeah, you start seeing some arrows coming down around the foot of your bush. But the hounds kind of scamp around to be on the other side from it. And so they, they're kind of having to keep out the way. But right now, here actually is a little reluctant shoot into the bush because she knows you were there a moment ago and she knows you can be invisible. My flying monkeys were told to save Tristan. He's now stuck in the middle of a snowman and they can fly. So I'd assume they'll yeah. go down and rescue him again. Yeah, that sounds legit. Also, uh, Trevor is kind of charging back as well, but he is now tiny. Okay. We'll see whether he's effective in any way, but if you have any instructions for him, you could also try conveying those. Stand in the fire! Like, so Percy set a little fire, yeah. and he's been made smaller due to the presence of a large kind of ice elemental in a vortex to the plains of ice or whatever. So maybe him yeah. standing in the fire that Percy's very handily helped will actually strengthen him and make him slightly bigger. That's a good idea. 
I like it. And so, yeah, he, he scampers into the flames. So we see this body, you know, like like in a sci-fi movie where the robot has been knocked down and there's little sparks of lightning across it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your ice giant is like that, only with black magic. Mm -hmm. Like there's mm -hmm. these little sparks of gross Banbury tape over it. And so from like ground level, we see this huge body lying on the ground and then it starts to slide into the pit. Just as it starts to vanish into the pit, some epic sweeping music comes in and we see Tristan rising out <laughs> from the centre of its body, carried by a tamarin. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he is a literal hawk in the literal air. So I guess that is a legit theme. Except disabled. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I thought it was a hawk. I'm going to say every time it's still a hawk. But you know... We are, we are also fighting wolves, so it kind of works. Yeah. It's not air hawk at all, is it? No. That's the hawk music. Uh, so, yeah, so the ice giant has slid into the pit, and the pit appears to be... That appears to be sealing it up. The geezer is already greatly reduced. What geezer? Pucker. And so, Tristan, there are hounds attacking Enigma and Percy and a couple sniffing around Banbury's bush. How are the hounds still dead? They're really hard to get rid of, these dudes. Mm. Right. One of the dogs is a dude. Yeah. So... The rest are just bitches. Right. I'm just going to... Hmm. I'm going to try and see if I can... I'm going to whip my guitar that's obviously... Right, I'm going to get Tammy to drop me next to my guitar because I did put it down. Yeah. So how many dogs are left and who are they on? There are two dogs sniffing around Banbury's bush. Mm -hmm. There are three around Percy and two grabbing at Enigma. Shit me. Right, I will start on the weakest and least able to defend himself, Banbury, and I'm going to try and jolt the dogs out of their dog form, see if I can somehow, like, <gasps> shock them into not being able to uh, change and transform and what have you. What if you play a tune like that... Pied Piper guy and get the dogs to follow you into the pit that is closing. Feels like a bit of a wasted trip if he disappears into the pit of despair. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> Actually, maybe I can just play a note. Oh, I'm going to do like a dog whistle. Like, I'm going to play a song that's effectively a dog whistle so everyone else can't really hear it, but I'm strumming and playing so loud it's affecting the dog's hearing. You can sing higher than people can hear. I can sing higher than people can hear. That, that is pretty amazing. These dogs are, to be clear, both normal dogs. Oh. They don't appear to be witch dogs or wobbly dogs, or they just look like regular hounds. Oh, I'm going to start on one of the magic dogs then. That's, that's right, they can't get into Banbury's bush. <laughs> oh, they're still big hunting dogs. They're still dangerous, but they aren't transfigured in any way. It's no one's hit them yet. As soon as you hit them, they turn into something weird. Percy looks a bit more durable, so I'll try and... Um, snap one of them out of their shape-shifting ability or distract them long enough to, for Enigma to get a, a stiletto to the throat. So how are you going to do that? Are you going to do that with music? Yeah. Are you coming over to them? Well, no, I'm sort of hovering above that rock watching them. Yeah, so this is a use of the arcane art, isn't it? Yeah. Do tamarind wings sound like a hummingbird? I guess so. I don't think it's that, so it just hovers. Cha-choom! Ah, uh, could be worse. 
Yeah, at a cost, 79. Your spell still works, but you draw unwanted attention. That's fair. Or your magic reverberates to other targets, affecting them as well. GM's choice. That'd be interesting. Let's do that one. Yeah. Ooh, exciting. Here's the big reveal for what Enigma actually is. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking, oh, sorry, Enigma. I thought you were going for Bambury. I got distracted by hummingbirds and tamarinds. It, it distracts her so much that it drops her cover. So this big, elegant, like, ball gown appears in a tiara <laughs> and crown bursts onto her head. She's like, no, no, my secret. And her stilettos turn into, like, scepters. Her stilettos turn into stilettos, the shoes. <laughs> I just turn into a frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to reverse reverse Snow White her. Not Snow White. Who is it? Cinderella. I'm going to reverse Cinderella her. Okay, so your goal was to distract them strong enough to keep them from changing. To buy Enigma a moment. Yeah, so you grab the attention of the hounds. Enigma! Tristan is really playing, like considering he's being suspended from a flying monkey, this might be the most dramatic music you've ever heard him play. <laughs> he has oh, never sounded better. I mean, that, that sounds like the sort of thing that would definitely make me fight a little bit more. So I'd, what I'd do... Yeah, actually, it would. That would annoy her. I, I would well into this because it's like having a soundtrack. <laughs> so I'd obviously get my, my like daggers on silks and I wouldn't just attack with them. Yeah. There would be a little twirl beforehand because it's, it's dramatic now. It's almost operatic in its beauty. Yes. The guy is coming in with his claw. The other hound jumps. Enigma starts to spin. The music's playing. Yep, yep. And then we just have like a bullet time moment where the camera just spins around the whole scene and it's cool AF. We should not have watched that Arthurian film. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because it was terrible. Legend with a sword. He's <laughs> a geezer. So, Enigma, we have this freeze frame moment. Your daggers are up. They're leaping in. Your robes are flying. It's just this perfect moment of poise with Tristan's dramatic <laughs> swelling music. <laughs> and... <laughs> and roll me hack and slash and let's see how it works. We'll add plus one to this because... Boom! Twelve. Nice. Actually, I say plus one forward, looking at what the spell does. It can't do that, but it can do 1d4 forward to damage. So I would take that if I were yes. you. Yes. Mm, I suppose. So, roll your damage. Boom. Roll a d4. Not bad. Correct me if I'm wrong about this, but what I see is the dude comes in to swipe at you. The hound is leaping. You dive forward into the dude drive a knife into his chest. Yeah. As he goes down, you just roll over, stab him again on the way through and roll clear while the hound jumps through the air where you were. And he's nice. down. That sounds exactly what I did. I'd have done that in real life. Yeah, I thought it would be something like that. So there are one fewer hound. Percy, Enigma's taken one down. Okay, so um, having hit one the last time, I'm just going to spin around with the rainbow sword and smash into the next one going, love is love! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, give me that roll. 
Yes. Yeah, Percy is very tough in a fight. That's another 12. Everyone's gone from rolling fives to rolling 12s, right when it matters. That's because it's all gone epic. It has gone epic. There's still the epic music from Tristan. Does Percy get a plus? I had a had plus 1d4 anyway. Yeah, but I want extra. <laughs> he already has it. So roll your damage. Nine. That's a lot of damage. Your sword strikes both of these hounds. You actually knock them into each other and they're flung a little bit away and they kind of yelp in pain. Bambury. Yep. The others are doing well. A hound is like shaking your bush now. It's like grabbed one of the low branches and is pulling it back and forth. And the whole thing's kind of waving because it is only really a bush. The thing is, Bambury grew up in the woods with no friends, really. Yeah. So he's climbed a lot of trees in his time. Like, they're in a large plain right now where there aren't many trees and aren't many bushes, but he is still managing to be 100% in his witchy element. So this dog can shake and shake and shake, but Banbury is staying in that tree. He is stuck like mud. That sounds legit. I'd like the dice to confirm it. (laughs) (laughs) So you could give me a defy danger on dexterity. (laughs) And a 13. And a 13. The tree actually somehow grows higher. (laughs) (laughs) Banbury is so comfortable... He knows he can't cast magic at these dogs because it makes them stronger. He can't physically do anything because it'll break his invisibility. So he's just going to reach into his pocket and get out his correspondence. (laughs) Dear Saffron, I'm in a bush right now. It's not the best bush. There's a thorn right up my jack seat. And then he'll uh, carry on writing a, a lovely letter. Dear Stan. Brilliant. I'm a leaf on the wind. Well... They, like, shake it back and forth. And then after a little bit, they just kind of lose interest and decide they should probably trouble someone else. And someone else that they see that they've had dealings with before, this floating bard. Yes! And they come charging over. And it's a mixed blessing because this fight has been going on for a little while. And it's a certain amount of time since the monkeys appeared. Well... Yeah. And so Tristan finds himself being gently lowered to the rock by Tammy. Yeah, she's apologetic. She knows what's coming. And I don't blame her. Yeah, in fairness, yeah. Tristan's still in a wingsuit, so they don't even have to lower him. That's true. They can just oh, drop yeah. him. They can just disappear and he can just glide himself down. Yeah. Oh, you could have done that on your way down from the ice, dude. Yeah, that's, there's many ways I could have done these. No, I had lots of dogs on me. <laughs> yeah, it would have been heavy. He couldn't have spread his legs correctly very easily because it just plummeted. <laughs> yeah, actually, what I think I do is as they're running over and Tammy's actually going to lower me. And so she's going to drop me to the ground as I drop my guitar again because it's got to keep happening. <laughs> I'm going to give her a little league and she gives me one back as she disappears. And I'm like, and I'm going to try and run forward, grabbing both dogs by the neck and run them toward the pit. Amazing. I fear both my hands are going to get bitten off now. I, well... But it'll be more than they can chew. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it as only losing nine fingers. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. I'm thinking of it in terms of the time you're saving me, in terms mm. of dismantling them more slowly. Yeah. It's an opportunity to learn an instrument other than guitar. You'd be a good, like, I don't know. You could do drums, just hit them with your stumps. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. nose flute. Yeah, I could learn the dog's mouth or the dog's teeth. How can I make these sound good? You could be a, an excellent timpani drummer. <laughs> yeah, you could play the baboom. 
Nice. Boom, boom. He can't. The baboom has checked out. They've filled in their timesheet. And <laughs> uh, Union regs apply. Their time is out now. So you can charge in and grab these dogs. That is not a problem. Ah, I'm going to try and just crack their heads together like I did last time. Actually, I'm going to try and do a sleeper hold on both dogs so they go limp, and then I'll just drag them to the pit and hurl them in. Okay, cool, yeah. I like the muscular way you do that. <laughs> uh, give me a defy danger on strength. I really should have just played a fighter or something. <laughs> no, I'm using my arms as weapons. That's a dex roll if ever there was one. Yeah, I can see how it could be a dex roll, but then you're physically manhandling them and dragging them to a pit. Yeah, but I've two got... dogs, two big dogs. These are like wolfhound-sized dogs. They're not chihuahuas. Yeah, but I've got to strangle them out first. I've got to, like, half Nelson or full Nelson. Chihuahua. You're going to choke them down. Choking a dog is a very dexterous move, when you think about it. Yeah, thank you. Hmm. Choking the dog. Choking two dogs at once. All right, I'll give you dex, but I need two dex rolls, one per dog. That's fair. Good deal. Boom. Boom. Oh, one's choked. You stumble, hesitate and flinch. Okay, one of them you get in a tight chokehold. So close. The other one just goes wobbly. Oh, well. And just wobbles free. Oh, I got the slimy dog. All right, well, I'll concentrate and on the one then. It bites you. Take, roll a d8. That's fine. I'm not letting go. And to be honest, so you take five damage. And also not this so dog's bad. kind of elasticed itself like a big rubbery wobble out from under your arm. You. Yeah, but I'm then going to hold on to the other dog. Yeah. Oh, you've got the other one pretty good. Now I can lock, I can fully lock in the headlock and I'm just like, shh, shh, shh. There's a good boy. There's a good boy. Shh, sleep, sleep. And then I can be like, ha, play dead. Uh -huh. <laughs> nice. Okay, while you do that, Enigma, you, you have one hound that still seems interested in you. There's another one behind Percy that seems interested in him. You could help with either of those. You also have a pit nearby and two others that Percy's just swiped and appear to be like cowering back a little. What do you do? Right. Well, I will get two knives. Yeah. Spin them all around. Yeah. The silk is going to go around the neck so it starts to strangle them and then stabs them right in the top of the head and the other one right in the throat. So you're going to try and take two using silk mastery? Yes. Okay, well, I think give me a roll on grandmother's knife. Yeah. That's an 11. That's pretty. So you have three hold. Uh-huh. Now you can use that along with whatever else you do. So you now have these hovering, the knife hovering. So how do you direct them? With my dexterity? Well, yeah, no, just describe how you're doing it. Oh, right. No, it's, it's each one is wrapping around their throat. So the, right, the, the same dog, so the dog closest to you. Yeah, one goes around one dog, one goes down another, and the knife stab well, into their heads. They're tied together with silk. You'd need the oh, dogs oh, to be right, basically touching. It's like one piece of silk, two knives, as the video was called. Right, okay. In which case, I will just just chop up one of them. Okay. But really hard. Well, you, should, you should manipulate the knives so that they fly through the air and stitch one dog to another. Yes, <laughs> I should do that. I'm going to stitch cool. dog to another dog. Okay, you're going to have to find... How are you going to get them close enough together to do that? You just go... I'm just going to get the right angle. 
if I get at the right angle, and also controlling it. Okay, but they're still like seven or eight feet apart, and your silk's like maybe two feet long. I'm going to run up and boot one dog into the other dog. Yes. Percy. Okay, give me that strength roll. Straight up strength or hack and slash? Straight up strength. It's the same thing. Oh, that's the same roll. So, Percy boots this dog across. Right, it collides with the other dog. So you're now going to sew them together using... Oh, man. I accidentally did backstitch. I meant to do a running stitch. Kind of horrible canine centipede. Okay, so Enigma. (laughs) I've embroidered them! (laughs) (laughs) You are going to make these dogs very, very cross with your stitch. With an intermediate success, Enigma sends her knife zipping into and through these dogs' skin. It doesn't go deep, but it does cause some damage. Roll a d4. Not bad. The dogs are now connected to each other painfully by your knives. Yeah. But the downside is, with the silk caught, you no longer can direct it. Your mastery of it is lost. So your two knives are now sewn into two dogs. And also... I regret my actions. <laughs> can't move them and both dogs come bearing down on you what do you do kick them in the face but i'm kind of doing it a side kick so i'm yeah. kicking one in the side of the face and because they're sewn together it also kicks over the other dog <laughs> like domino kick like domino kick dog okay give me a strength throw it's not a great <laughs> kick yeah well you know it's a valuable experience oh can i use a hold well, unfortunately, because you've lost control of the silk mastery oh, yeah. on that mixed success, I think you've lost those hold. So you kick them. Yeah. And as you do, one bites you and grabs your wrist. No. Uh, so roll a d8. No. Take six damage. Oh, guess you forgot that she had really low hits. Guys, ah! <laughs> We might have to go for another little journey fairly soon. No, there's no second seat. <laughs> How low is low? Three. You have got armour. Oh, wait, hold on. I've got armour. And you're outnumbered because you're yeah, fighting so you two dogs. Plus one armour. So how much armour do you have? Okay, I'm only down to six down now. To six. Oh, that's, I've that's got two armour and one for the outnumbered. Okay, so Enigma, you've kicked them. They've grabbed you. But your kick was, you're tough. You're a strong, adventuring hero who's fought a lot of enemies. And so you kick them straight into the pit. And they drag you with them. No! And so you are sliding (laughs) over the edge of this pit. Percy, Enigma's just kind of sliding face first into this pit into the realm of ice, wherever that is. What are you going to do? Yeah, I was going to say I'm within shouting distance of her, so I'm just immediately just going to drop to the floor and grab her hand, I guess. What have they grabbed her by? Well, I think it's a leg, because they've got her wrist, so she's like going head first into this pit. I'll grab her by the leg and attempt to pull her back out, and as I'm doing that, I'll try and drop a heel into her. Thank you. Okay, so, so give me that heel roll. That's probably good, because if... Percy doesn't get her. You're going to kill her. I'm going to leap in and try and pin her to the ground with my dagger. (laughs) Damn it. 
No, I'm going to stick my dagger through her ankle and pin it to the ground so she Thanks. can't get dragged anymore. And the, ni the nice thing is the most damage Tristan could possibly do is six, so you'd be yeah. okay. Yeah. That would be fine. Uh, yeah, so I'm just trying to cast a spell. Where's that gone there? Yep. Okay, nice. So roll your healing. Boom. Whoa, holy shit. What? Percy has just... I am and I'm feeling, feeling good. much better. Percy just healed mm -hmm. Enigma for 20 mm -hmm. hit points. Why, thank you. I don't even have 20 hits. <laughs> but thanks. I just feel just, you know, you just have that it's when you've got a bit of a glow around you. You just It's one of those days when you wake up, you're feeling really good. But more importantly, I'm going to try and drag her or at least well, sort of... Things are moving fast, so mm. we'll, we'll deal with okay. that for now. Sure. Tristan, the wobble dog that you mm. didn't get a grip on is running off fast towards Percy. Okay. What's the dog I did get a grip on? You've got a good grip on that. And I've seen... Is it choking out and... Yeah, it seems to be choking, but if you want to help your friends, you're going to have to do something you can't probably sit around for the next 30 seconds. Fine, I'm just going to have to do my previous suggestion, but Enigma's a little bit further away than I intended, so I'm just going to whip my bow out <laughs> and I'm going to... Ah, uh, two, two, two notes from one string, and I'm just going to try and thum, thum, pin what? both of her legs to the ground. <laughs> I'm holding Thanks. onto her legs. Why would you do that? Oh. Then one arrow will go into the dog, and one will go into her leg. I mean, you could have, like, what if you just did it onto my dreads? You could, like, you know, <laughs> pin my dreads to the floor. Well, let's see. I'm going to try and pin a piece of clothing to the floor then. Guess who's going in the pit next? <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Tristan. God damn, this move never works. It does. It'll be fine. As you reach out and grab your bow and your arrows. I know you're going to say the dog, the dog wakes bites up and you. bites me. <laughs> fine. So, I'm not going to let it distract me. Yeah, cool. Roll a D8. Oh, shit. I don't feel as bad about that as I should. Did you heal yourself after the last time? Shit, actually. <laughs> I did, but not by a lot. Oh, shit, I'm on one hit. <laughs> Tristan takes eight damage. In th No, no, my armour, so I'm on three. Uh, heal yourself. Go. Don't, you know. I can't. I've already declared I'm shooting the bow. He's already committed. He's already committed. <laughs> so give me two I already notes. commit to a bit. So, Can you the first say? arrow at the dog. Is this going to be a Blake 7 ending? Nine, and I'll let you just wait. So, two boat notes from one string, Tristan. Yeah. On a seven to nine, you say what one arrow hits, and I'll say what the other arrow hits. Nice. Uh, one arrow is going to hit Enigma. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. And yeah, but it's going to force Ben to make the other arrow hit the dog. No, the first arrow. I don't hits think the... that's necessarily true. The f <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, no one passes right next to him. Hit the goddamn dog. The first arrow is hitting the dog. Okay, cool. Uh, roll your damage. Come on, dog. Die, you bastard! Yes! Okay, and the Come second on. arrow, Enigma. God damn it! One of the two dogs you've sewn together suddenly takes one of Tristan's arrows yes. and falls. Yeah! Oh, wait. Hmm. Oh, no! So you now have more pressure on you. You feel quite stretched out. Like In hindsight, sewing those two dogs together might not be the best plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it looked cool. The other one's kind of scratching away, but you, you're feeling quite elongated. Roll a d6. Okay, so the other one bounces harmlessly off your armour, which is quite lucky. 
the dog on your arm is kind of like twitching a little as well. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to grab it with my other hand yeah. and just like throttle it. Okay. I'm, it is still biting you. Yeah, I'm hard. Okay. So basically if I throttle it, I'm, I'm pulling it off as well. Yeah. Know, the idea being that it. it's going cool. to... Cool. Like, yeah. I can't reach its arsehole, so that's my only option. Throw some sneezing powder in its face. Oh, I've got that in my adventure pack. <laughs> Almost certainly. You bought the condiment pack, didn't you? Why wouldn't I have pepper in there? The rest of us did. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got... I went and filled it full of cardamom yeah. pods. It's really like cardamom pods. Yeah, and it is very authentic. Enigma, like, takes the time while hanging over the edge of a chasm <laughs> into the realm of ice to just, like, <laughs> rummage through her luggage. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sure it's in here somewhere with a dog hanging onto her arm. I'm sure I had some rosemary. <laughs> Ooh, just throw a handful of oregano in its face and it's like, mmm, delicious. <laughs> so you're just going to try and choke it out? I am. Because I don't think there's such thing as dog nip and I'm pretty sure I haven't got any of it in my bag. Yeah, that seems legit. Oh, you do have a neurotoxin in your bag. I do? Oh, I have a neurotoxin in my bag. So you could spray that in its face. I want to spray neurotoxin in its face. Okay, cool. Well, let's take a look at what that does. I'm trying to find it. Kind of weird that we Mine's spent charm. 10 minutes killing death and we've mm. spent the last three hours fighting 12 dogs. <laughs> They're not just dogs, though. They're Marks and Spencer's dogs. One's made of jelly. We've got history with jelly. <laughs> okay, here's what I'll say. There's no role required for this. It's a neuro inhibitor. If You can just pour it into the dog's mouth. When you do that... It will also go into any wounds you have, so you'll probably be affected. I don't like that. <laughs> it's just a thing to be aware of. You know, as a poisoner, you would know that this is how it's likely to work. I might choke the dog. Okay, cool. So you're going to choke it. Because then, if I can choke it like that, right, I can pull it out and still get my daggers back. That's the plan. That's a very smart way of thinking about it. Yep. So, Sounds like a dex roll to me. Do you think this is strength or do you think this is the constitution to bear the pain of it mm. biting through onto your arm? Each are not my bestest stats. So I, it's, I, it feels like a strength thing. I feel like it's quite a lot of... I mean, yeah. which kind of dog is it? It's a dog dog, isn't it? It's not like a wobble dog or something. Yeah, no, this seems to be a normal dog. So strength will be a good okay. weapon against it. <sighs> I have some regrets. Oh, dear. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. Luckily, she is fully healed at the moment, so. Yep. I'd also like to point out that I'm holding on to her, so I'm really hoping your next sentence isn't she disappears into the pit. <laughs> Enigma. Yes? You choke the dog out. Okay. There's a sound like something falling heavily onto snow. That kind of muffled, but it's heavier and deeper. And then a loud rumbling and you feel the ground shake. Percy, you can feel the ground shaking, but Enigma's oh. got the dog off her arm. What do you do? Um, I'm going to stand up and pull her back away from the pit edge by her legs, knocking her face across the floor as she goes. <laughs> <laughs> as you do that, there's a burst of ice and tiny fragments and the pit fills itself in. Hey. <laughs> There is no more connection to the ice dimension. Ooh. The three remaining dogs look at you 
Shoo. Look at each other. Get out. And just start running. Yes. Don't come back. Yeah, they, they've had enough of this situation. They don't want any more to do with you. Look up to the uh, the horseman NPCs that are, are with us. What I suggest you do is build a structure over the top of this bottomless pit and instruct nobody <laughs> to ever come here again. <laughs> that, that way it will not serve as a centre uh, point for intrigue in the future. <laughs> <laughs> The pit itself appears to have gone. There's just no pit now. Oh, don't worry. It'll be fine. It's like the ground is frozen solid, but the pit itself appears to have just completely gone. I'm going to heal Tristan. Yeah, also, did my dog run away? Because it was pretty close to me, and I kind of <laughs> want to befriend it and have a pet demon dog. So... As I'm, as he's starting to run away and Percy's starting to heal me, I'm gonna, I want to grab hold of him. That's not befriending. Try and stop him going. Try and befriend this dog. The dog glares at you. That's fine. I'm gonna, before I can do anything else, I'm just gonna put a little scrap of meat out of my pouch and offer it. Is it the wobble dog? <laughs> You'd not. have a wobble dog as a pet. You'd never no, be able to put a collar on it. I'd let that thing go. You'd look like a twat. You'd the- just look like you had a kind of dog-shaped slug. <laughs> yeah, well, what have you got a massive wobbly slug? I'm like, mm. that's what she asked me. It was in the pound. It had big eyes. Yeah. Couldn't leave it behind. It was sad big for wobbly it. Wobbly eyes. Didn't have any bones. The dog sniffs at your meat, looks at you, <laughs> and says, do you think I'm a fucking idiot? And just scampers <laughs> away. <laughs> Bye. I'll just talk. Yeah, do you not remember I said the dogs talk? I, no, I don't remember that. Yeah, you're talking to a bush. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, oh, you're lost dickhead to start chewing on the raw meat. <laughs> Why did you have raw meat in your pack? I just, We've needed that. Yeah, it was just that. one of the vultures. We found some carrion earlier and I just cut a piece off. Yeah, so there, there is a bush that you were talking to. I'm, uh, I'm going to still be invisible, but I'm just going to roll sideways to try and get down but can be yeah, completely yeah. undexterously just fall onto the floor I, and you could even like birch bend your way out I guess yeah. I'm just gonna lie on my back <laughs> in the sun and go I'm pooped yeah well done Hawks that was tougher mm. than we thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah you know I climbed a bush didn't get hit once took out the big guy you did well you guys uh, yeah. do you remember right? the time yeah. when you just were... about fought some dogs do you remember when you left us to fight on the wall could have really done with your help there Bambri <laughs> I will actually give myself a little heal as well. Oh, eight. I mean, with the 12 that I've just given you, though, that's quite a lot. What are my options? It just means it'll probably spread. 12. Nice. Actually, there's no one else around for it to spread to, so I guess the other thing it can do is attract unwanted attention. You get covered in flies. Yeah, I was going to say. No, I I know what happens. So you do that. Oh, no. Dog comes back. And you, like, visibly change because, like, do your wounds close up? Do you... What happens when you... Oh, no. Yes, my wounds close up. And they form perfectly (laughs) healed. No scarred. Somewhere between knee and waist height fire demon comes up and goes, Do me! Do me! Do me! Do me! Can you make me big? Can you make me big? I want to be big! I want to be big! Okay, I'll try. What do I... Cast, I, what, I don't know what to do. Make me big, make me big, make me big, make me well, big. Make, his make him big, Tristan. Flamey arms. Okay, oh, I'm gonna start singing I'm a song. Big. I want to be big I'm again. gonna start singing a song about being big and how <laughs> we it's We the fire. <laughs> yeah. Fire. I'm like, okay. Do, do, do. Being big is like, my only desire. It's good to be boom, big. Boom. Da, 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 da. 
It's good to be big. Oh, you're getting really big. How how big do you want him to be? I'm as big as he can I stride the world as a colossus. But I'm also humming that he better remember me for this. The demon, Canwil Termil, who you have known as Tre- Trevor, nice. starts to grow. Oh, God. Holy shit. Big, um. big, all the hawks around him chanting, big, big. He stops at approximately 400 feet high. Ow. That's, that's a big Fucking hell. I want to push further. He is... Enormous. I assume he moves back a bit then, because his feet must be huge at that His stage. feet are like each side of you now. Is it going to affect, like, the atmosphere? Mm. How high up is... Doesn't the atmosphere go... If he sets a light to that, that's bad. Ali, I don't think the atmosphere is only 400 feet high. How hot is he going to be if he's a flame that big right next to us? It is very hot. He's leaving, like, scorching footprints around in the desert. Bambi, can't you recall him into a marble or something? Hear this vicious wicked <laughs> and this huge voice from above you. I'm enormous. I'm going to be like jumping with my arms up and down. Pick me up! Pick me up! Pick me up! He's, his hands are made of this fire. It will hurt. Huge flaming hand. I'm immune to fire. We've established this in like episode one. You're not immune to fire. Uh, how did I survive in that burning building then? Let's find out the hard way, shall we? <laughs> Drink less. Trevor. What? Set Tristan a little bit on fire. A little bit. No, uh, don't, no, don't do that. That's, that's really bad. Does anyone want to tell me what the damage to Vod dies on a 400 Bad, bad instruction. By a demon is? <laughs> Just to speculate. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to have... I'd have to ex- exercise him again in a second. This massive pillar of molten <laughs> fire comes yeah. down. Like a meteor. As he reaches down, Tristan, as he starts to get closer, your clothes start to smoke. Uh-oh. And your beautiful outfit starts <gasps> to smell very hot and burny. Okay, stop, 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 stop. I'm going to run backwards. Like, all right. I've changed my mind. It's Fine. Thanks, though, Trevor. It's so hard being a giant fire demon. No one wants to give you a hug. Do you want me to pick you up, Bambri? Trevor, did you... Did you beat that big slug monster? What happened months ago? Not entirely, no. Yeah. It was rubbish, but I held it off for long enough for you to escape. And then I made my exit before it consumed me. Well, I'm genuinely... Glad you're okay. I felt very bad leaving you. So thank you for your help then and thanks for your help today. Um, you're welcome. Can you can you see Malahim from all the way up there? It's rad. Check it out. And he reaches down and he places his hand beside you and it is incredibly hot for everyone else. You're still invisible, aren't you? Uh, no, I fell out of the... Oh, yeah. I probably took damage falling out of the, the bush. But yeah, no, so I'm invisible again. Okay, so... He's offering for you to stand on his hand. Yeah, I'll climb on his hand. And then he stands up and slowly lifts you up and you see the planes (laughs) flying high above you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little like when you're on your broomstick, I guess, but he picks you up and he holds you up far above his head on these long stretching arms. 
and... I can't see anything because I'm too busy throwing up everywhere because I'm still <laughs> tripping balls from earlier and I'm still sick. And the height and the lack of oxygen, it was just a terrible idea. And so he's showing me all these beautiful things and if I could see properly, it'd be brilliant. But all I'm doing is just throwing up and throwing up all over his hand. Also, your potato sack isn't immune to fire, so you're now burnt and naked. You're alive, but you are coming <laughs> back naked and covered in puke. How does that work? <laughs> a look I know well. True. <laughs> Firstly, Stu does know that look well. Secondly, funnily enough, your potato sack has never burnt when other things do, Banbury. It's, it's a weird feature. And my... What about my witch's hat? Your witch's hat occasionally smokes only when it's drinking but it doesn't actually seem to catch fire so yeah were you not chundering you would have a view out across this wide step and you'd be able to see the rolling hills away to the east (laughs) I got there the rolling hills away to the east and in the farthest distance blue mountains on the horizon and somewhere among those hills from everything you've learnt is the location of Malahim But sadly, all I see is my breakfast. Your breakfast being slowly burnt away on a huge pile. God, smoky burning vomit. That's what Banbury's going (laughs) to smell now. And so Banbury is lowered slowly to the ground, wreathed in smoke, flame and the stink of cooked bile. And, you know, maybe it's a bit Heston Blumenthal, but it's not great. (laughs) Trevor gives you a big thumbs up and says... Isn't it great? Medieval David Beckham. (laughs) (laughs) Funny thing is, first time I saw that. We'd like to say, dear listener, David Beckham, we're a big fan of here. Are we? (laughs) The first time I saw that, I did not know why I recognised that dude. (laughs) I was like, I feel like I know him from somewhere, but I don't know where. Is it really David Beckham? Which, yes. What? It's a Guy Ritchie film. It's got to have a footballer in it. I don't know what. Not people the main look person, like. the one that looked like David Beckham, the guy that was like hanging out near the sword. Anyway, this podcast no, sponsored see- by David Beckham. <laughs> I don't. Oh come on! You all know what David Beckham looks like. He's constantly in the news. He's constantly in the I- nude. What sounds like my kind of guy? <laughs> <laughs>